Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Friday edition of the morning show with Preston Scott. I am Preston. That is Grant Allen over there in Studio 1A. I'm here in Studio 1B. Matthew 16, 15 and 16. He said to them, but who do you say that I am? Simon Peter replied, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. Who do you say that he is? What does your life say about who you say he is? Your conduct, your actions. We're starting the morning show with Preston Scott, a peek inside the music library. Brooke Ligert Wood and Ancient Gates.
Coming to the blog page in mere moments. Brooke Ligert Wood, Ancient Gates. It's the way to start the show. It's Friday. This date in history coming up next on The Morning Show with Preston Scott. Oh, the fun doesn't stop here. Find more on his blog, WFLAFM.com, keyword Preston. Eleven minutes after the hour of the morning show with Preston Scott. This date in history, July twenty second. I'm gonna I'm gonna just get this done because I, yeah. Englishman John White establishes the lost colony of Roanoke Island, North Carolina. Eventually disappears under mysterious circumstances. Fifteen eighty seven. They still don't know exactly what happened. It's one of the greatest mysteries ever. I was just gonna say I love when the History Channel did their couple of different they they went on a roll they did like a series on it yeah on roanoke the roanoke colony and the i remember stones yeah i'm like this is crazy we yeah. have no idea what happened yeah no Wild. there's there's just maybe this maybe that isn't it's it the, yeah. like the most common theory that they just kind of intertwined with the the indian population and they just kind of abandoned their settlement that's the hope that's the hope that but they didn't they, but there's that one stone right that they think the daughter of John White carved out. Right. That, oh, man. Yeah, it's it's one of the... If you don't know this story, I mean, obviously, I don't know this story. I've just been exposed to it, and I saw what Grant was talking about. I watched that just... I, uh, my mouth was open on uh, History Channel or something like that. And you take that with a little bit of a grain of salt. You still have to do a little digging. But the long and the short of it is it's one of the, it's one of the great mysteries that's worth studying. That's, it's just it's fascinating. It really is. Uh, let's see here. 16, 20, 35 English pilgrims who had taken refuge in Holland leave the country for England to immigrate to America. So there. A lot of people don't 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 know that the the pilgrims started out in Holland before coming to England. Well, they were they were in England, but it, they were the English were hostile to that Puritan uh, sensibility. So, yes, the Puritan sensibility. So they went to Holland. The freaky-deaky Dutch. <laughs> uh, surveyor Moses Cleveland chooses a site that would become the city of Cleveland in 1796. Abraham Lincoln informs his cabinet on this date in 1862 he intends to emancipate the slaves. 1893, Catherine Lee Bates writes America the Beautiful. 1933, aviator Wiley Post completes the first solo flight around the world. And in 1934, federal agents shoot and kill bank robber John Dillinger in Chicago. The infamous lady in red was seen walking with a lady. That's how they they asked her to wear a red dress. She said she would be with Dillinger. And that's how they would absolutely know because Dillinger had gone through like some surgeries and changed his appearance and there was a little uncertainty. She said, I, I, I'll, I'll set you up. The lady in red. Did you know that? No, I didn't. Yes. Another one of those interesting little tidbits of history. Okay. I, uh, yeah, I, I, I opened up our, our webpage and, and on the front of our webpage is a story about the, um, about the, uh, the circus show that, that was back on television last night. Uh, hopefully even fewer people are watching it because hardly anybody watched it previously. And what's the headline, sir? 
Primetime January 6th committee hearing focuses on Trump's inaction during riot. Yeah, and I could have guessed who the writer of that story was. And so I've written, Bill, a note. And um, and I attached some links. Now, I want everybody to listen to me very carefully, including you, sir. If you look up Trump calls National Guard ahead of January 6th or anything to that effect, here's what you're going to get. You are going to get a blowback, politifact, all of the different fact checkers out there. <laughs> Literally. Fact right? check. Did Trump call in the National Guard? Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Okay? But if you dig a little deeper, here's what you find. An NBC affiliate that dug past the noise references the fact checkers and makes the statement, apparently the fact checkers didn't quite check deep enough. Because entered in the log, testified to, National Guard leadership is four days prior the president made a request for the National Guard to be there. So the fact checkers are either not fact checking, no surprise, or are liars, always a possibility, but I'm so weary of this narrative and also missing from the story is the fact that, and I, and I, and I sent to this guy video links to guards letting people in, is welcoming them in. And so I, I just, I don't mind the report on the committee. That's a factual report. The committee's doing its thing, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I have a little problem with quoting Adam Kinzinger without pointing out he hates Donald Trump. Anyway, even on our site, fact check. It's in WFLA at WFLAFM.com on your phone with the iHeartRadio app and on hundreds of devices like Alexa, Google Home, Xbox, and Sonos and iHeart's radio station. Got a note from one of the research assistants, the lead research assistant. Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer deletes pro-life programs from the state budget. <clears throat> Adoption agencies, pregnancy facilities, maternity homes. She's eliminating all the funding. Of course. She's evil. She's beyond evil. And uh, and I hope they sue. Because if money's going to any other any other groups... Anyway, <clears throat> all right, some other things here. T- today we're going to try to do a little pushback uh, Friday because it's just too much. And and as you'll you'll hear in just a few minutes when we get to the big stories in the press box, it's just, it's unrelenting. And it really is. And so it's not for a lack of, I, I've got a growing clip of things that I've got stuffed in my folders that I haven't talked about yet. It's just it's not for lack of things to talk about. It's it's for the sanity and the soul of each of us to just think of something different for a while, right? So next hour I'm going to take calls 
asking what's the best birthday you've had and and i'll set it up a little bit more top of the hour but um but yeah what what is it is it 16 is it 13 is it 21 some for some people it, that's 21 for obvious reasons <laughs> can finally have a brew legally although i found that people that that have always wanted a brew tended to not wait until they were 21 but that's just that's just a casual observation by me uh 30 40 i mean i don't know half a century Maybe somebody out there is 100 years old, and that was it. I'm not sure. But what was the best birthday? And no, seriously, what was your best birthday and why? And it could be just something that has nothing to do with a, a significant number. It just could be a special birthday for a special reason. It's your best birthday. Uh, college football coming up. Are you counting down the days yet? I don't have an official countdown, but I Normally feel Normally you do. Yeah, usually. I guess I've just gotten older. Uh-oh. Life. Uh-oh, is this a sign of a married man finding new priorities, huh? Well, college football's still going to be the dominant, like, the thing that occupies my Saturdays in the fall. But yeah, I, you know, I've got my mind on other things. Okay, so how do you deal with that? Like, the things that you would normally do on Saturday, do they do they just not get done during football season or do they move to another day or another time on Saturday so that you can watch your beloved Buckeyes? Uh, probably another time on Saturday. You'll still keep... keep- I'll, I'll still try and get as much done as possible if I can. My wife and I will still do chores and errands when possible. Sure. Um, but yeah. But if it's a big game, there's 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 eating and... there. Yeah, and, it ends up being a... F- kind of a full day of it does doesn't it yeah i uh so needless to say we're going to just see more and more stories and since i think a lot of people that listen to this show i mean you're in the southeast you know it's football i mean college football is a bigger thing than pro football yeah just is um i thought it was interesting that the new head coach of the university of miami mario cristobal who by the way i think is a really good hire um, and don't be afraid of that, FSU fans. It's okay. It's okay. I don't know yet about Billy Napier in at Florida. We'll wait and see. Mario Cristobal has proven, though, he can coach. And he also can recruit. He has dumped the turnover chain. Oh, really? Listen to this. It's not a shot or a form of disrespect to anybody or anyone. Certainly history is history, and whether it's positive, whether it's inconsequential, whatever it may be, it's still history and part of your program. We're just moving in a direction that right now doesn't involve the chain. Put it this way, we've been working so hard and paying attention to so many other things that are, in my opinion, much more important to winning football games and having success that it hasn't even been a subject or a topic. He simply said it's not part of our culture. I think that's a good move. The question becomes, will that follow? And will the NCAA do something? Uh, apparently, the NCAA came up with a new rule that no props can be used outside the dugout in college baseball. Apparently, some stuff was being brought out to celebrate home runs and stuff. And they put a kibosh on that. And the feeling is that that might be coming to the sidelines of football. Nothing like crushing a bunch of fun. But I'm just curious whether 
other things. Like, thankfully, the Florida State backpack's gone. That was one of the <laughs> worst in the history of the world. Yeah, that was bad. Nothing says let's copy with, with cheap, you know, imitation leather. That you know Some what I mean? spirit like, Halloween prop. Yeah, no diamonds, rhinestones for us. <laughs> anyway, um, back with, uh, with the big stories in the press box on the morning show with President Scott. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Morning show with Preston Scott. Like a bantha. On News Radio 100.7 WFLA. <laughs> I'm sorry, but why why is it news that Donald Trump said he he does not want to say the election is over? When he had every reason to believe, as we still do. There's been, I mean, the fraud that took place is established. He had every reason to question the election. Anyway. Big stories in the press box this morning. Morning show with Preston Scott. Good morning, I'm Preston. That's Grant. Did you hear? hear about the attack on Republican U.S. Congressman Lee Zeldin of New York at a campaign stop. This is unbelievable. A dude, a 43-year-old man, jumps up on the trailer that he's giving just a little rally speech to friends, followers, and anyone who wants to listen. The dude has, I don't know if you're familiar with him. There are it's a thing that you can put on a on a carabiner or a keychain, and it has a spot for, for two fingers to fit through. And then it's got two little mini daggers that come out. It's meant primarily for women to use in self-defense. Dude jumps up on the trailer and starts and goes to stab the congressman. In doing so, he says, you're done. I want you to remember those words. You're done. Okay? He doesn't stab him. He gets tackled. One of the guys who tackles him is former Marine. I mean... He gets wrestled to the ground. Police come within minutes. He's arrested. 
Zeldin predicts the guy's going to be released immediately. And guess what? He was. Jeez. He was charged with attempted assault in the second degree. Hold on a second. A sitting member of Congress. First of all, it doesn't matter that it's a member of Congress in the grand scheme of things. A person. But someone says and is heard to have said, you're done, and then lunges to stab you. Isn't that attempted murder? How is that not attempted and, in fact, premeditated first-degree attempted murder? The fact that no one was injured is a miracle and good, but he had an implement. What if he reaches... What if he just catches him in that in that vein in the crotch, right there in the inside of the thigh? What if he catches him in the neck and the jugular? What if he nicks the carotid artery? You see what I'm saying? But the congressman predicted the guy was going to be released, and lo and behold, he was released on his own recognizance. In a second, I'm going to show you how that worked out in another case. Traffic, weather, sports, entertainment, and the truth. The Morning Show with Preston Scott on News Radio 100.7 WFLA. Released on his own recognizance for attempting to kill a sitting member of Congress. This is all being fomented by the left. They're not, they're not condemning it. They're not saying anything about it. They're not doing anything about it. It's open season, it would appear. I'll just say this. Illiberals that think like this, that think it's, this is, this is the new world that you live in, you bring that to conservatism, and rank-and-file members of conservatives, of the conservative ideology in America, not elected people, not them. You bring it to the neighborhoods, you bring it to the cities and, and, and areas where conservatives are, you see how that works out for you. Because this is not going to end the same way you bring it there. You will not be treated the same way there. You bring that nonsense to a state that that deals with the rule of law, it's not going to go well for you. So you go ahead. You stay up in New York and Illinois and 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 Massachusetts and California and Washington and Oregon. You best stay away from other states. It's a shame the congressman didn't just shoot him. No, I mean, I, I'm sorry. He, someone tried to take his life. He had every reason to pull a gun and shoot him in the head. But he correctly predicted what would happen. What what did we what did we say would happen when a California court, after the arrest of two young men, Jose Zendejas, Benito Madrigal, arrested with one hundred and fifty thousand fentanyl pills.
the fentanyl contained in those pills enough to kill most of America. They were released with the promise to come back to court. Well, guess who didn't show up at their court appearance? Old Jose and Benito were not to be seen. I would guess that they are out of the country. That's just a guess, but likely an informed one. Of course, another big story in the press box, the president has COVID. I thought he said that you couldn't get it. Get, get, get the shot. Get the shot. I can't get COVID. Couldn't get it. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I just, I have to do this. Grant's going to have to give me the time because this is just too funny. You just got to lighten it up. This is, this is, I don't know from when it's recent. Dana Carvey and Joe doing his Joe Biden. But Biden came out as a really sleepy, sweet grandpa. And he was like, he's always repeating the story. You know, yeah, well, I went to Scranton, Scranton, I grew up in Scranton, Pennsylvania. My dad, my dad lost his job. No joke. I'm not kidding around here. No, no human being in the world thinks that's a joke. Nobody. Is anybody? I lost his job. And then, yeah, my dad, like, then he would do the number thing. Number one, the one part. Number two, what the guy said. Number three, you know the drill. Come on. No, we don't. Now what he does is he kind of whispers and then he yells. If you know, I think it's a wonderful move. Don't you love it when he's like, we know how to get natural gas because we can get it we know how to get it that's what we do we gave the people the pirates the public the private the pirates of the caribbean <laughs> oh back with more of the morning show the being told what to believe by the liberal media get a refreshing dose of truth it's the morning show with Preston scott on news radio 100.7 WFLA. That is from a website called littlepatriotslearning.com. Dr. Ben Carson has teamed up with the American Cornerstone Institute to create the platform. And it is for all you parents. Whether your kids are homeschooled, whether they are in school, whether they are in, uh, in private programs, Education, this is to help make sure they know about the founding of the country. They know history. They know civics. I love that Dr. Carson has gotten in this, quoting 
during the COVID crisis, we had a chance to sit down and actually look at what's being taught in our schools. And I think pretty much many of us were horrified with the way history is being distorted or deleted. If you want to fundamentally change a society, you have to indoctrinate and manipulate so you gain control of the educational system and you gain control of the media, and that's exactly what the leftists has done, have done. So there you go. So it's civics, history, American values, home, in the car, after school, wherever. And so this platform offers programs. Let me share them with you. Discover American Curriculum. Discover America, it's curriculum. Little Patriots Diary. Golly, I can't read. Little Patriots Library. Star Spangled Adventures. You just heard that. That's a cartoon series. They've hired illustrators used to be with Disney and Pixar. And so they've got some good people working on this. Little Patriots Clubhouse. Those are the programs. There's curriculum for private schools, homeschools, parents and grandparents. There's resources. You sign up and you can donate if you want. It looks like they're not even charging. It's available. So, again, it's littlepatriotslearning.com. That's the site, littlepatriotslearning.com. I mean, I can get somebody on the uh, on the show that's involved in this. Just as we get to school starting up. Maybe we'll let's write in a little note here, book guest yeah that'd be a thing to do all right next hour here's what we're doing we've opened up the phone lines open up the phone lines 850 wfla it's pushback friday don't want to talk about what's in the news for the next half hour or so you'll get the news we'll circle back to the news at the bottom of the hour but for the next uh next half hour what was what was your best birthday What's the best birthday you've had and why? What made it significant and special for you? I want you to avoid, you know, Preston, in this era of abortion, I'd say my first because I made it. I, I get I hear you. I hear you. I don't want this to be that. This is just a little bit more, hey, uh, yeah, I remember my, my first birthday party or my 30th birthday party or whatever. And maybe you're that person that says, I don't remember any of them in the last 20 years. Oh, boy. I'd love to know your best birthday and why. I think, there, I think, I think it's, it's, a, it's just a... Let's push back away from the news kind of time we need. We just need to think and talk about something else. I've got memories of, uh, of birthdays. And, uh, and so I would love to hear yours. 850-205-WFLA. 850-205-9352. Phone lines are open right now. You can call in. You can get in line. But I want you to give it some thought. I want you to think about, go through all of your birthdays. Which one would you look back to and say it was the best? Maybe it was your 13th, being a teenager. Finally being a teenager. Maybe it was your 10th, double digits. Maybe it was 20, getting out of the teens. No more teenager. 
Maybe it was 30. You started to feel like an adult. I don't know. Whatever, you, whatever you're willing to share, we're here for you. Your favorite, your best birthday, 850-205-WFLA. We'll take your calls next on The Morning Show with Preston Scott. put that on hold good morning welcome to the second hour of the morning show with preston scott great to be with you this morning we are pushing away from the news we'll get back to that in a half hour i just want a little bit of a diversion and i'm just and and this may go nowhere this could be just a giant balloon but i i'm gonna give you a chance to share your best birthday and why what, what was your best birthday hopefully you've given it some thought and you're willing to share. I want to avoid anything like, well, my first birthday because of... I, I get it. I get it. You were born. Boom. Good. All right. So, what's your favorite birthday? Because you don't remember that. I don't care what you say. You don't remember that. You don't remember your actual birthday. All right. So, I, I'd be fascinated to know the earliest birthday somebody remembers. I mean, I have flashes of memories of when I was three or four, but the first one I remember was five because I had a little birthday party. I think it was five. I don't remember anything until I got to about eight. Like, I remember my birthday at eight, but I can't remember my birthday when I was five. The only reason I remember an early birthday is because it was McDonald's. Oh yeah, I remember a McDonald's, and that was like that was a thing. That was a that was a huge thing. So like you you said it was your fifth birthday. I think so. Like in the prime of you know McDonald's fast food burgers, just getting started. Yeah, that was like early McDonald's era. I I think so. I think it was five, but but again, I mean, what? How much am I remembering? I'm not sure, but I think. Uh, Jeff, thanks for calling in. What birthday stands out to you as the best and why? Uh, the last one is always the best. But since you mentioned the <laughs> earliest you can remember. I knew someone was going to say that. <laughs> you didn't let me down. <laughs> but the earliest I remember was uh, at 6 in 1969. I was on a clown show that used to be in Albany. And you can see some of those shows on YouTube. But this past birthday, we drove out to New Mexico to the Gila Forest. When we got there the day before Labor Day, my girlfriend got sick, and uh, she was on life support through our birthdays on the 31st and June 1st, and she came off life support on June 1st through the prayers of all my family and friends and Keith Lawson's friends out there in Wakulla County, and the training and experience that all the nurses and doctors had there. So that was my best birthday because she came out of it okay. Nice. Nice. Thanks. Good good memories. Thank you, Jeff. I appreciate that. 850-205-WFLA. Your best birthday and what made it special? What was it? Maybe it was a maybe it was a toy. Or maybe you weren't a kid. Maybe it was something else that happened. Maybe you were celebrating your birthday uh, at a trip, uh with a trip or something. I'm not sure. Chuck, thanks for calling in. What about you? Yes, sir. 
a very uh, thought-provoking topic, and I appreciate you bringing it up. I had to scan through 65 birthdays to uh, <laughs> choose one of them. And, yeah, tomorrow's actually 66. Hey, all right. And Early happy anyway, birthday to you, Chuck. Hey, let, let me just, as you were going through your memory bank, did it bring a smile or a furrow to your brow? Oh, about two-thirds smiles and an occasional furrow here and there. <laughs> okay. So what stands out? Which one? Yeah, not... Okay, I was 13 years old, and my Boy Scout troop, we did a... Uh, uh, we climbed Mount Washington up in New Hampshire, the highest peak in the Northeast. Oh, and nice. It was a beautiful day, and I was on top of the mountain, gin clear. You could see for miles, and it was just you know very beautiful, very memorable, and then... For my 50th birthday, I got my two younger daughters, and we, well, we took the cog railway up there that time, and poor kids about froze to death because they weren't used to that. <laughs> but uh, I, I would say the 13th with the 50th kind of backing it up. I thought you were going to tell me you brought your kids up to that same mountaintop. Well, yeah, I did, except we did, we went up the cog railway. Oh, okay, so the cog, the cog railway takes you up as opposed to having to hike it. Exactly, yeah. Gotcha. Nice. Way to tie the bow on that. That's a good job. Chuck, thanks very much. Rich, you are next, then Mark. We got two lines open. I'm just, I just think it's fun to think back through things like that. And, and quite honestly, we need it. We need a little distraction here. See if uh, Grant Allen wants to weigh in on that. Moving ahead. Was it finally leaving the teenage years behind for him? I don't know. Ten minutes after the hour, weather and traffic, morning show with Preston Scott. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hours of infotainment where you are all essential workers. It's the morning show with Preston Scott. Just made a bad mistake. Had one of those toast cheese crackers, cheese cracker with peanut butter inside, and I made the mistake of putting it in my mouth and realized I don't have time to eat this. I'll just stop there. 12 minutes after the hour, we're taking your calls. Your favorite, your best birthday, and why? Let's talk to Rich. Good morning, Rich. Good morning, Preston. Actually, it was not my birthday. I was an airline pilot and uh, found out one of the girls was having a horrible day and found out it was her birthday. So I called ahead to the hotel 
had a cake made, and the entire crew showed up in my room. She had to have her arm twisted to come in, and uh, she just broke down. I thought it was really deep. Good on you, man. Well done. Way to think of other people. I appreciate you sharing that. Thank you so much. Let's go to Mark. Hey, Mark, thanks for calling in. Your favorite birthday, your best birthday, and why? Well, I'd say four years ago when I turned 50, my wife uh, took me, surprisingly, uh, to uh, Flipping Great Pinball here in Tallahassee, where they have all all old-school, new-school pinball and old arcade games, and invited a bunch of my friends and who are the same age, so they enjoyed going back and uh, reliving the uh, late 70s and early 80s, the glory days of arcades. And uh, I really enjoyed that, and it was a surprise. So that's my favorite. Hey, hey, hang on here for a second. Grant and I just looked at each other, and even though he's quite quite a bit younger than, than I am, he's still in many ways older than me. Where is this place? Does it still exist? Oh, yeah. It's, uh, it's on uh, Railroad. Where? Really? Yes, and on First Fridays, you know, you've promoted First Fridays. Um, they uh, run a special for five bucks, all you want to play. Yes, it's called Flipping Great Pinball, but they have more than just pinball. I'll be. And they're, they're, yeah, they're not in it for the money. They keep, they, their games and pinball are clean and kept up. These guys know what they're doing, and it's a local business. And if you're around my age or a little earlier or a little little older, you can go back in time. You will see things you have not seen in decades. I am, I am, I am heading there. Mark, thank you very much. Not only did you share a great memory, you did a fine public service, sir. <laughs> thank, there you go. Thanks for the phone call. Let's go to uh, Rick. Hey, Rick, what's yours? My 50th birthday, my uh, nephew uh, started sending me postcards 50 days before uh, my birthday with a little poem. Uh, let me read you the first one. 50 days, you're the first of the children to reach 50, but don't feel bad. Mother will be 75 before your big day. And then he went on to have a little blurb like that for 50 postcards that is awesome that is a special nephew sir yes i was the first of four children to reach 50 so uh i got a a big to do about it and the other three uh, <laughs> we said happy birthday and that was it <laughs> rick thanks for sharing that i appreciate it tom mike you are next andy what is going on here? No women are calling in. Is this the, the women birthday? I don't want you to know my age thing. It's radio. Come on now, ladies. I need a lady to get through here somehow. But we've got uh, we've got Mike and then Tom and then Andy coming up next. What about you? Come on, ladies. Really, you can do it. Summon the courage. Talking about your best birthday and why on the morning show with Preston Scott. 
WFLA on your phone with the iHeartRadio app and on hundreds of devices like Alexa, Google Home, Xbox, and Sonos. And free. And iHeart's radio station. Try to fit in as many calls as possible here Friday on the morning show with Preston Scott. A little bit of a pushback morning. Just trying to hear from from some of you on your birthday. Uh, just what your favorite memories are of the birthday that stands out and why. What's your best birthday and why? And so we're just taking calls because I just wanted to do something different this morning. And so we go to the phone lines. Mike is standing by. Mike, your best birthday and why? Good morning, Preston. Thanks for taking my call. My pleasure. Mine would have been on my 16th birthday. I woke up that morning and I was all depressed. I was really waiting to get my license. And our car was in South Florida. And all we had was a two-ton truck. It was a box truck to haul six racehorses. And I used to ride the racehorses. So I was 116 pounds. We're going through a little town called Hayhower, going to Valdosta looking for horses with this truck. And I talked my dad into pulling over, and we went into the, to the place to get my driver's license and asked him, could I take that test in a two-ton truck? The two, the two guys looked at each other, and he said, well, we don't think there's a law against it. So uh, I went out and got in that truck. He got in there with me, and we rode around a little bit and come back. I got my license. And I didn't, I didn't have to parallel park it either. <laughs> Thank goodness for small miracles. <laughs> yep, yep. It was a good. It ended up being a good one. I bet it did. Thank you for sharing that, Mike. I appreciate it. Let's go to Tom. Hi, Tom. Good morning, Preston. How are you? I'm great, sir. What's your favorite birthday memory? That'll be my 52nd birthday, which was uh, almost 22 years ago. Whenever I married my beautiful bride, and all of a sudden I had a daughter. And more nieces and nephews than you can shake a stick at. And it was awesome. And it's still awesome. And we're going to celebrate our 22nd a week from today. Good for you. That's great. That's a great set of memories to tie that to. Thanks very much for sharing it. Let's go to Andy before we get to our first female caller. Andy, how are you? I'm doing good, sir. How you doing? I'm great. What's your favorite ba- birthday memory, and what made it so memorable? Well, that would be my 40th birthday. Okay, why? I was, I, well, I was in the Navy at the time, and I was actually on the forest all out of uh, Pensacola. We were doing the flight training for all the uh, people doing their carrier calls, and we happened to be pulling in on my birthday, and a lot of times when you pull in, you get up you know, on the flight deck and, and watch, you know, see who's on the, but I, I was doing work and everything. And all of a sudden one of the guys comes down and goes, Mr. Keith, I didn't know you were, uh, it was your birthday today. And I looked at him and I said, what? He goes in and you're turning 40. I said, Oh, okay. He says, well, there's this lady down on the dock and she's got this big sign on the side of her van that says Lieutenant Commander Keith turns 40 today. And I was like, really? And I, I got up there, and sure enough, she was there with the three boys and the dog, and everybody had shirts on that said, Lordy, Lordy, my dad turns 40, or something like that, and <laughs> big sign on the side of our van again. And uh, when I finally got off the ship, she came up with a, she had rented a, um, a wheelchair, 
I had to I had to ride the wheelchair over to the van again and everybody on the ship, including my boss and all my coworkers, are like, Wow, this is great. <laughs> that no wonder you everybody you're... knows I'm <laughs> Yeah, there's no way you're forgetting that. No. <laughs> no, not ever. That's a I mean, wonderful. You, when you said your earliest recollection, I'm going, God, I can't remember back. But then I went, whoa, yeah, favorite? Oh, a- absolutely. This was the favorite. There you go, Andy. Well done. Thank you, buddy. And thank you for serving our country as well. Our final caller is Sandy. Good morning, Sandy. What's your favorite birthday memory and why? Good morning. That's a hard birthday to follow right there. It is. Um, <laughs> um, all my birthdays were pretty great. Um I know 30, 30 was a tough one. I thought it was like, oh, my gosh, being a woman, 30, end of the world. And um, I took a couple of days off, but it was good. How old are you, um, How old are you now? One, um, I will be turning <laughs> 60 this year. Wait, what? Six zero. All right. Okay. 60. See, you've adjusted now, and you're good with it. Hey, um, a lot of people are like, you're how old? And I'm like, yeah, I'm 60, so I don't feel like it. There you go. Most days. Most days. So, but, um, yeah, 31 and 36 were good birthdays because I became a mom those years. So that was good. And I got married the same year I became a mom the first time, 31. Nice. Sandy, yeah. thanks for sharing. I appreciate you calling in. You're brave. All right. You have a great day. You do the same. I've got a T-shirt that says, if I if I woke up and something didn't hurt, I'd think I was dead. It's kind of where I'm at right now. But I'm grateful for each and every one. 27 minutes after the hour. Thanks for the phone calls. Back to the news, and we get you ready for What's the Beef Friday coming up next hour right here. Don't leave us, please. <laughs> On the morning show with Preston Scott. I am fair. I am good. I'm a happy example. Glenn is on 9 to noon. I am stronger every day on WFLA. Why is the president taking Paxlovid? I'm, I'm asking. Why? He's got COVID. Okay. But why is he taking Paxlovid? He, he, he got the vaccine. What's the point of Paxlovid? He got the vaccine. Hold on now. I, I mean, I, I could be wrong. But I, I think that Biden has said that if you get the the vaccine you won't get covid isn't that what he said i'm pretty sure that's what he said so why in the world would he need paxlovid i'm i'm pretty sure in the, somewhere in here joe biden says something about about the vaccine one last thing that's really important is we're not in a position where we think 
that any virus, including the Delta virus, which mm. is much more transmissible yeah, and yeah. more deadly in of terms course. of non-unvaccinated people, mm. the, vi- the, the, the various shots that people are getting now cover that. They're, oh. they're, you're okay. You're not going to get COVID if you have these vaccinations. Wow. How'd he get it? Grant. This has got to be something sinister. Because he can't get, he's the president. He can't, he, he just said you can't get it. He's probably had 400 doses and boosters and stuff. So how is it, why would he need Paxlovid? I'm just asking. So he's being treated. Hmm. Isn't that interesting? Just saying. I just think it's interesting. Speaking of deadly, guy tries to kill a sitting U.S. congressman and the guy is released on his own recognizance and charged with second-degree assault. What? A guy attacks a member of Congress, tries to stab him with a two-pronged dagger. It's commonly used for what, what they're showing as the weapon is commonly put through the first two fingers, like your, your, your index finger and your middle finger, or maybe your middle finger and your ring finger, depends on, you know, each person and 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 then you ball your fist up around it and it's got two little short daggers it's meant for self-defense if somebody attacks you you use this to stab at them and you know scratch them and cut them why would a person carrying a a weapon attacking saying the words you're done which, by the way, the reporters are, they're, they're writing it Y-O-U-R. Not the contraction, Y-O-U apostrophe R-E, which would be correct. You are done. But isn't that, doesn't that signal attempted murder? With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Audio Magazine, a journey into whatever is left of journalism and always pointing out and correcting what is not. The Morning Show with Preston Scott. Hey, good morning and welcome to the show. Um, Friday, July 22nd. Show number 4744, What's the Beef? Friday comes up in just a little bit. So Congressman Zeldin predicts this guy's probably going to be let go and out the day today. 
And he was right. He was released on his own recognizance. A guy who attempts murder is released on his own recognizance. You know how I would how I would put that if I were the congressman? Apparently, the Democrat-run court system in, uh, in, in legal justice system, criminal justice system in New York, uh, feels this way about Republicans. Too bad, better luck next time. And they release him. Similar story, California. The drug traffickers that were arrested, they were stopped in California. And lo and behold, at the traffic stop, these two guys that may or may not be illegals had 150,000 fentanyl pills. That's enough fentanyl to kill a few people. They were released. Expected to show back up for their arraignment. I can almost... I can almost imagine the judge. Okay, now, you two seem like nice young men. You made a mistake. But you do have to pay for it. So we, we will have uh, proceedings. And so we're going to set your arraignment date for Thursday, July 21st. You guys promise? Promise to come back? Would you, would you tell them what I just said? Because they probably don't understand me. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A pinky promise? Go do the do the pinky thing. Pinky promise. Okay. All right. Don't let me down. All right, guys. Have a nice day. So, thirty days later or so, court date comes around. Judge is there. The district attorney's there. Guess who's not there? What a shock! Oh, what a shock! You know, that that segues nicely. Mama Gump said it. Stupid is as stupid does. In that case, a judge was stupid. Just like the judge in New York was stupid for letting a guy out who attempted to murder a congressman. (laughs) But this might actually beat them all. Joshua Murray. 23, decides that he wants to do a police ride-along with the police of Laverne Police Department in Tennessee. So he schedules and asks to do a ride-along. Well, of course, they performed due diligence and did a little bit of a background check just to make sure. So when he showed up for his ride-along, a canine officer was waiting. <laughs> because they, they said, we, we'd like to meet you down at the police department. So come on down. We got you right along. Worked out. So he showed up. He had um, two sealed indictments for child rape. Oh. Boo. And that guy... <laughs> <laughs> and that dummy. <laughs> Did he? <laughs> what a dingus. So Stup- he's locked up. Stupid is as stupid does. Thank you, Mama. 
Mom always said life is like a box of chocolates. Does it say how long he's in for? Oh, no. We're not at that point in the story not yet. Not there yet. You got to marvel at stupid is as stupid does right here on the morning show with Preston Scott. He's always been a white guy. Glenn Beck. Right. We got it. Licensed to talk. Nine to noon on WFLA. First callers already getting ready for what's to be Friday. The uh, the phone index record is uh, is seventeen. But this is still pretty sporty. And by the way, the phone index, you know, the, the, it's called the RPI, the radio phone index. You know, you might know it as something else in sports, but in, in, in our profession, it's the, the radio phone index correlates directly to how willing people are to be on hold to get on a show. I mean, Rush had an RPI of over 180. I just want to put some context in it. I'm no big thing. <laughs> I'm just I'm 17. <laughs> that'll that'll put you right in in uh, in your head on uh, if you start thinking too much of yourself. What's your RPI? Wait, what? Your radio phone index. Rush is over 180. Yeah, people would wait over three hours and not get on the air. Hoping. Hoping to get on the air. And by the way, Rush only had four lines, just like we do. He had four lines. Um, and that's why it was you were fortunate if you got through. And there are some people that figured out how to do it. But uh, anyway... Uh, what's to be Friday comes up 850-205-WFLA, 850-205-9352. If you don't mind holding, you're welcome to call in. Just a few little stories here. Um, what 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 is it? The average amount of carbon that we put in to the atmosphere a year with a car, a vehicle, an average vehicle, an average it's uh, 4.6 metric tons. That's 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 the number apparently. John Kerry's family private jet <laughs> put in over 325 metric tons. That's his jet only. That doesn't count the jetting around on military jets, taxpayer funded jets. His private car entourages. It's just a wonderful illustration of how committed they are to the cause. Honestly, if they were really committed, they'd go by boat. They would travel across the seas via boat. And they would only take electric trains or electric cars to wherever they're going, even though that's a faulty carbon footprint. I just wanted to illustrate the lack of commitment. They're not really committed to the cause. Wouldn't they be leading by example if they really felt it was that important? Wouldn't they? 
Oh, but no, 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 no. The elitists always think that their mission of being a messenger outweighs the importance of doing as they say. Disney. The Disney Bibbity Bibbity Boutique Show. Don't know anything about it. Yeah. You know something about it? I've never obviously done it before, but I know where it is at uh, Magic Kingdom. But it's a thing. Yep. Bibbity Bobbity. Sorry. Bibbity Bobbity Boutique. They are transitioning from fairy godmothers in training to fairy godmothers apprentices, which shocks me that they're allowing godmother to stay. That they're allowing God. Yeah, right. Right? Right? And, and mother. mother. Oh, gosh. So it, it, is it just a matter of time? Seal it in an envelope. Tell me, give me the date. When Disney just phases out the whole godmother thing. But instead of, of that, it's it's fairy godmother's apprentices. And so they're they're taking yet another step in their wokedom journey. Apprentice sounds more antiquated than in training. Yeah, but apprentice doesn't have any gender identification, and so you gotta pick your battles. See, Grant. It, you and I need to have lunch, so I can I can I'm not I enlightened. Can, I can fill you in. I'm yeah on the woke lexicon. I say that. Yeah, I think I can say that. All right. What's the beef Friday is next? Your calls eight five zero two zero five WFLA. Ring it up. We got lines open. Something stuck in your craw. I am sick and tired. Time to get it out before you fly off the handle. Stuff like that really rubs me the wrong way. Before you hit the roof. They're getting both barrels. Call 850-205-9352. I have been having a very bad day. So, what's the beef? I don't know how many of these things we've done, but we've done a few. In 20 years of hosting the morning show with Preston Scott, we've done it. For almost the entirety of this radio program, each and every Friday, set aside time for you to complain, get it off your chest, whatever it may be. It's fair game, as long as you don't use profanity and don't make it personal. Tell us what happened at a business where you had a bad experience, but leave the name of the business out of it. We do not want to harm anybody, because everyone has a bad day. We get that. But sometimes they just add up, and we can't take it anymore, and it just helps to get it off our chest. And so we're here for you. We've got one line open, 850-205-WFLA, 850-205-9352, and Greg waiting on line one. Good morning, sir. Welcome, and what's the beef? The podcast for Wednesday reinvigorated an old Dr. Deborah, Der Deborah Burke's beef. I want you to fade back to the infamous press conference of April 2020 where Donald Trump was announcing the findings of Dr. Deborah Burks, and through selective media editing, suddenly the country was told to get rid of COVID, drink chlorine bleach, while those who watched the 
press conference live on C-SPAN already heard it was a joke that fell flat because he said under a doctor's supervision. But nobody wants to mention about that before that. Dr. Deborah Burke said that UV light would kill COVID-19 virus, and that turned out to be true, at least according to New York subway operators. Of course, that uh, misstep led to some uh, offspring, namely uh, to get um, hydrochloroquine, you have to drink pool tank cleaner (laughs) to get ivermectin you have to take a horse dewormer and uh it led to the downfall per se of ted cruz now if dr deborah burks's sabotage for sale really works then you'll know if there's a cabinet shakeup or she's put at health and human services thanks very much i appreciate that with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Thank you for the phone call. Well thought out remarks. Let's go to Ron. Hello, Ron. What's the beef? Yes, Preston is always a great show. Thank you so much for what you do. And I really appreciate you've been pulling out the bad programs that our government's doing. You kind of been bringing that out in the show, but uh, the rush show that Clay and Buck took over, they changed his music. It used to be the pretenders. Uh, My city is gone. And they changed it. Yep. I, I thought, wow, that was something that really, you, know, you felt that when, just like your show. Hey, when your show comes on and that music that you start with, I feel that. I know, okay, here we go. It's time. To start, it's, you know, time. It's, ti- it's time. It's time, right. It's time to make a difference. Yes, know? sir. And, and that's what we're going to do. We're moving forward. Hey, I wouldn't mind if they'd done it on the rest of the hours, like the top of the hour. But when they first start that show, the very first hour, we need to hear that. I completely agree with you. Hey, Ron, thank you. I appreciate it. I always appreciate the kind words. Yeah, just a little quick sidebar here. When Clay and Buck took over, they began each hour with the Pretender song, which Rush had permission to use because Chrissy Hines, the lead singer of the Pretenders, her dad was a huge Rush fan. And so she said, sure, go for it. And so Rush used it. I thought it was a brilliant move by Clay and Buck to use that to start the show. In fact, I would have kept the same bump rotation and everything, but they've moved away from it. I understand their thinking. I agree with Ron. I think it would have been better to keep the homage to Rush at least at the top of the first hour of the show. I just... I. I like it because it always gives you a reference point because Clay and Buck didn't earn that audience. Rush did. We all owe our audiences to Rush and what he did. Ten minutes after the hour, Brian, Teresa, Stephen, you are next. It's What's the Beat Friday in the Morning Show with Preston Scott. you may be from florida sunshine state to california hey scratch that california's hopeless 
For the rest, uh, we're your morning show. The Morning Show with Preston Scott. It's What's the Beef Friday. Your calls, your complaints, whatever it is you want to get off your chest, we're here for you. 850-205-9352. Back to the phone lines. Hello, Brian. What's the beef? Oh, hey. How you doing, Preston? Awesome. Uh, a couple things. Can you hear me? I can. Okay. A couple things. First off, this gender change thing, uh, not so much the gender change thing, but uh, they're talking about well, where they want to change the wording and a lot of these bills and take out a uh, male, a oh, man and woman, and they want to replace it with person. That crap that they're doing. I mean, it's just getting ridiculous. Yep. Yep. Where is it bothering you the most, though? Well, probably, uh, you know, like, uh, well, the whole gender change thing, I think, is ridiculous. When we were growing up, you know, a man's a man, a woman's a woman, and that's kind of, you know, and, and like you, I'm a Christian, and, you know, I just, uh, it just, that bothers me more than anything else, I guess. That bothers me the most. Gotcha. Yeah, to me, when it expresses itself in uh, in restrooms and locker rooms and men pretending to be women in sports, and then when they force us to engage in their delusion, that, that annoys me as well. If you want me to call you whatever, that's fine, but don't expect me to use your personal pronouns. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God, man. Never ends, it's brother. Nuts. Yep. Hey, hey thanks well, for I, calling I, in. Uh, hold on, hold on. Yeah, I have yeah. One more question for you, actually. Yeah, you, uh, a while back you had said you never drank ever in your life. Uh, it, not even a beer at a picnic or anything. Is that true? I mean, come yeah. on. Yeah, that's true. Ah, oh, come on. You're my age. I'm 62. Correct. Uh, I turned 62 in March. And, yeah, and, no. No, yeah. I never did. There's a backstory to why, and uh, and I'll share it sometime. I've done it. I've shared it before. Nothing deep or anything. I just have never, I've never done it. Never tried it. Oh, because, I mean, it's part of life. I mean, I, I mean, I'm not a beer nut, but, I mean, I have a beer, like, maybe once or twice a year at a picnic yeah. or something, and I enjoy it. I yeah, really enjoy no problem. It, you know? No like, doubt about it, yeah. and, and I don't have a problem with anybody who enjoys a beer. Nothing at all. It's just, for me, it's nothing I've ever been interested in. Okay. All right. I just want to have to, I think you're missing out, but that's okay. That's you. <laughs> I mean, you know. <laughs> Thanks so much. I appreciate it, Brian. Let's go to Teresa. Hello, Teresa. What's the beef? Good morning, sir. Uh, my beef is with people who don't turn their headlights on when it's pouring rain. Thank you. You can't see them, especially people in gray cars or silver cars when the the uh, rain that we've had lately. Come on, folks. It's common sense. <laughs> you know what goes along with that, and I'm glad you brought it up, is people drive down the road with their flashers on. You do not put your flashers on while you are on the road. You pull to the side of the road. Yes, sir. Correct. <laughs> Thank you so Absolutely. much for bringing that up because we're going to get more and more rainfall as we get closer to the midst of uh, the real heart of hurricane season. Teresa, thanks very much. I appreciate that. Let's go to Stephen. Hello, Stephen. What's the beef? Good morning, sir. Always a great program. Uh, the uh, government, I just don't, when somebody asks the resident a question, why don't they just ask him one question? What have you done right? <laughs> My beef is with the press won't ask that simple question. Sir, what have you done right? There's one reporter that's allowed in the White House press briefing that is holding him to account, and that is Peter Ducey. I love Peter Ducey, but here's the question. If he did say what he did right, somebody had to backtrack and clean up. 
<laughs> um, we need ice cream on Thursday, not Sunday. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. All right, Jay, Tom, Jerry, you are next. You are going to be first when we come right back. It's What's the Beef Friday. Yeah, what are the odds that we got Tom and Jerry standing by? This could be my favorite segment in the history of this show. I'm like one of the biggest fans ever of the Tom and Jerry cartoons. Stand by. We got Jay, then Tom and Jerry. Next on The Morning Show with Preston Scott. WFLA on your phone with the iHeartRadio app and on hundreds of devices like Alexa, Google Home, Xbox, and Sonos. Yes! And iHeartRadio Station. show with Preston Scott. Good morning. Thanks very much for calling in and voicing your complaints. Whatever it is, if it matters to you, it matters to all of us. We're a big family. We bear each other's burdens. You'll feel better. You'll enjoy your day and your weekend much, much more. We got callers standing by. Let's go to Jay. Good morning, Jay. What's the beef? Preston, I got to tell you, I woke up Wednesday and I felt like the world needed to know. You see, I've always identified as royalty <laughs> and it was important for me to let everyone know so i went to work and i updated my email signature okay. to royalty his majesty and king and they told me i couldn't do it what and i could only use three they told me him his and i can't even remember the third when i was just heartbroken man you can't even use your own per the personal pronouns that you choose to describe yourself I'm telling you, it broke my heart. I, I just, I, I don't know what to do, man. I've always felt this inside, and I knew, I know that I'm royalty. I know, know how, go figure. I know how you feel. I know exactly how you feel. Jay, I just hope I you feel better it. getting that off your chest. I do. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate the phone call. Let's go to Tom. Hi, Tom. What about you? What's your beef? Good. Good morning, Preston. Uh, I'm so excited that Alec Baldwin has a podcast, mm. and I can't wait for I cannot wait for his firearm safety yes. broadcast. Yes, me too. <laughs> uh, be sure you're wearing a vest, man. Be uh, sure you're in Kevlar from top to bottom if you're around uh, Alec. Exactly. Exactly. Um, well, you have a great day. Thank you, Tom. Appreciate that. Let's go to Jerry. Hi, Jerry. What's the beef? Hi, Preston. What I can't understand, it makes me so mad I want to spit nails. Uh-oh. Is Republicans, the Republicans will not stage their own little protests in Congress and in the Senate uh, opposing to all this wokeness going on. They're just sitting back and just letting it all happen. Let a few of them get arrested in visible handcuffs and all that. Yeah, if they got arrested and and went the faux handcuff thing, you know it would be front page news everywhere. They'd be mocked and ridiculed. And why don't they do it? Uh, it's a great question. There's there's a, that's the whole problem with the party. And you know this, Jerry, the messaging is missing. They don't know how to do it. Yes, sir. I realize that. It really makes me uh <laughs> upset about this whole thing i just can't believe what happened to our country 
Jerry, thanks so much. And I hope you feel just a little bit better getting it off your chest. Sean, what about you? Thanks for calling in. Uh, yes, sir. Love your show, Preston. Uh, but I just was wondering, when are you going to find out who this Dennis is from these Stacey Abrams commercials? Well, we've been working on it, and we had a tip, and we 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 haven't confirmed it yet, so I'm not going to put out his last name because that would be unfair. Agreed? Yes, sir. I don't want I don't want anyone to catch a bunch of garbage because you know we we give the wrong name. So let's just say we're getting closer, and just know that we have made efforts to reach out to the Abrams campaign. And all of our little satellite pack groups to have them produce Dennis to come on the program to talk about his vast experience and the reasons why he feels the way he does. But we have been unsuccessful in even getting the courtesy of a response. Well, that's good to hear. And he wouldn't stand a chance against you, though, Preston. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. But uh, based on what we're learning, he... Uh, yeah, we're learning more. But, Sean, thanks very much. We are we're getting closer. We are getting closer. One last caller here. It's Anthony's turn. Good morning, Anthony. What's the beef? Uh, simple. It's uh, uh, Yesterday, uh, Grant made a mistake on, on what, he, what he said when he read out the, uh, a news article. Okay. And I called him up and asked him. And he says, yeah, yeah, I made a mistake. And I'm beefing with myself because I didn't tell him, hey, we're all human. You made a mistake. Don't feel too bad about it. And you know what he did? He had the audacity. I mean, he clearly didn't go to journalism school. He corrected it. it, 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 it unbelievable. <laughs> I mean, as he, he, he needs to learn more from MSNBC. Right. But, you know, That's so I feel bad that I didn't tell him, hey, man, it's all right. Anthony, it's all right. <laughs> We'll just spread it around. He's smiling from ear to ear over there. <laughs> all good, Anthony. It's all good. Brother, thanks for the phone call. Bye-bye. All right. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, Grant graduated from a journalism program that actually has ethics and teaches journalism. And so a little mistake was made in a newscast, and he immediately was notified and corrected it. Imagine. Who does that? Thanks for your phone calls. What's to be Friday bites the dust for another week. We'll be back at it again next Friday. But now it's time for the news and then the final epic half hour of the Friday edition of the morning show with Preston Scott. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Decades of doing morning drive radio differently. Doing it his way. Like old blue eyes. Except he has a little more hair. The Morning Show with Preston Scott.
be right with you. Hang on. Say something interesting. Well, welcome to the morning show with Preston Scott, 36 minutes after the hour. This is usually the half hour. See, I usually know what I'm doing because, you know, I've got time to prepare, but yeah. for some reason. Yeah, I, I was got to be, read that scripture, be instant, yeah. in season and out. That's true. Well, I'm kind of multitasking here because, as many of you know, I also run the social media accounts for the wide variety of things that we've got going on around here. And so I'm finally figuring out how to get all of them linked onto one screen. You want a little cheese with that wine? I huh? know, I know. You want another yeah. order of French French cries? <laughs> <laughs> See, this is me making conversation, and that's the response I get. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's entertaining. Come on. Um, this is right up your alley. Okay. We're back to where we started the show, college football. Oh, yeah. College football season's coming up. What's your over-under for the Buckeyes? I'll put it at 10. Over. Wait, sorry. 10.5. Over. 10.5 wins. You're taking the over? Yeah. I think that's the expectation. And I think that's what, what would happen. What would or what will? What will happen. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll, now, this is where you're going to be a little more objective. Yeah. Florida State football. I'm going to put the over-under at 7.5 wins. I'll go over. I'll give him eight. I think. Well, let me look at the schedule. I think they. I think they've got eight wins. They've got a shot at nine. All right. So we've got they catch lightning in the bottle. They got a shot at nine. Ooh. All right. First game week zero. Wow. Next month. Yeah. At home against Duquesne. Yep. That's a win. Yep. Neutral site game LSU. I don't think it's the – everyone's saying LSU's going to kill them. I don't see that. I think they're still reeling from kind of what Orgeron's ousting. Brian Kelly's in his first year getting things sorted out there. Look, he's a good coach. He's a goofball. But he's a good coach. He's won everywhere he's been. It's true. So let's just give him his due. He's certainly given FSU its due. Yep. The FSU program will have – much more settled, developed under Mike Norvell than LSU under Brian Kelly. I think it's a coin toss game, but that's me. I think it could go field goal one way or the other. It could be a loss. Yeah. It could be a win. So we've got we've got that one. Then on the road at Louisville. So let's just call it a loss. Yeah. Let's, the LSU game one is and a one. Loss. So we're one and one at Louisville. I think it's a win. You think they can do that in yeah, Louisville? Yeah, I do. Like, I don't know much about Louisville since they had their Lamar Jackson years. Satterfield's done a nice job, but it's still Louisville, and we're recruiting better. At and home again, so so we're two and one. At home against Boston College, three and one. At home against Wake, four and one. At NC State, I don't know, four and two. Yeah. At home against Clemson, four and three. At home against Georgia Tech, although that four and three to me is another coin toss game. Possibly they could win. Home against Georgia Tech, win. Five at, and three. At Miami. Coin toss. At Syracuse. Win. Home against Louisiana Raging Cajuns. Win. And then at home against Florida. It's a win. That's eight and four right there with some coin toss games. So it could be eight and four. It could be eight and four. Yeah. It could be. It could be ten and two. Those coin toss games games go the right way. Look, you don't have to win all the coin toss games, right? 
You don't have to win all of them. But if you get a couple of them, you're 10-2. and two. That's true. With the two losses being LSU and Clemson, probably. Or, or Clemson and Florida. Yeah. Or LSU and Florida. Wake is a tough team, but Wake is not going to be the same Wake this year. Think Crystal Ball will have the Canes going by the time November I rolls around? don't know. He's changing culture. Yeah. You don't know how that goes over. You just don't know how that goes over. Kirby Smart signs a a contract that will pay him $112.5 million over the next 10 years. You know what that proves. Mom was right when she said, it's always good to learn something every day because, as we've just seen, it pays to be smart. Oh! Did I say that? Good news next on The Morning Show. The questions you want the answers to. The Morning Show with Preston Scott on News Radio 100.7 WFLA. Okay. Monday on the morning show with Preston Scott, we got a post-millennial DH. What, what? Can I hear a what, what? That's right. Grant Allen and Ethan Burdett. Kids Day takes over. <laughs> I, it's funny because I always hear from people. First, first 15 minutes of the show, they said they sound like two college frat boys having a good time <laughs> with everybody off campus. <laughs> and then they settle in. It's kind of how it feels at times. Yeah. So uh, I'm off Monday, taking an extra day, turning into a longer weekend. And I'm going to do that a few more times before uh, we roll into the meat of football season and the hub of uh, campaign season and all that. Um, but I, I am going to take an extra day. Grant will be here doing the show Monday, though, so take heart. You will not have to hear phony filler. <laughs> I mean, it's bad in dog food. It's bad in radio, okay? Filler. Phony filler. It's bad. It's bad. So uh, Grant will be in on Monday. Tuesday, I've got Stephen Ponder, Seminole Boosters, joining us. He's the new president and CEO of Seminole Boosters. And Mark Meckler is scheduled to join us. From the Convention of States, we'll also have a uh, a manly minute and some money talk, and of course that's coming up Tuesday when I get back into my rightful place. But Monday there will be a morning show without Preston Scott, so make note of that. It's so important to make someone happy, make just one someone happy, make just one heart to heart you. You sing to one we always like to do a little good news Friday, get to the end of the program. And you know, we've now done this often enough that people are looking forward to these segments. They're looking forward to the final half hour where we're just kind of pushing away from the noise in the news and we reflect on something that's kind of fun or heartwarming. In this case, really incredible and heartwarming we saw the story uh guy named, boy indiana right indiana has been the center of stuff no kidding but the fire 
that the pizza guy, the pizza delivery guy came upon. That was also in Indiana? Yes, it was. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Indiana pizza delivery man. Um, Here's what happened. He delivers pizza around Lafayette. About 12.30 in the morning, July 11th, while he was um, delivering some pizza, he saw a house on fire. And he raced there. And there were four children and their 18-year-old sister, who I guess was babysitting. They didn't know. They were probably, they were asleep. He broke broke in, got them up, got them out. But then after realizing there was one kid left inside, a six-year-old didn't make it out. He at first thought the home might have been abandoned. He thought it was empty. He said, before I was halfway into the, door, into the door, I started hollering if anyone was there. He started to think it was empty until he heard four people. Four people heard him and ran to him. He led him outside, asked if anyone was left. They said there was a six-year-old back in there. So there was missing one child. At this point, the flames are raging. And he goes in and finds the little girl he gets cut up, breaking a window to get out. He gets burned, ends up in the hospital for a few days. But all of them were safe, and all of them were saved because this kid, Nick Bostic, thought of others. So his cousin said, hey, he could use a little help with his medical. We are at $453,509 as of Wednesday. I'm just saying. I love it. I love it when people are selfless and put themselves in harm, harm's way to help others. And I love it when people just look at that and go, good on you, here's 20 bucks to help you with your bills or whatever comes your way. And that, my friends, that's why we love America. And that is good news. All right, we got to do a dad joke here. Um, this is perfect for the weekend. Here you go. This is to help you out. And it's a dad dad joke. What did Daddy Spider say to Baby Spider? You know what makes this joke so good? This joke is contemporary. You ready? What did Daddy Spider say to Baby Spider? You spend too much time on the web. Ha. Ha. Good one. <laughs> I love it when dad jokes get contemporized. That's beautiful. Time for some headlines from your source for trusted satire. The Babylon Bee. Headlines from this week on the Bee. Disaster in Saudi Arabia as Biden keeps asking to meet Jafar. (laughs) 
Newly transitioned woman proudly runs over first curb. Officials announced they put the decimal point in the wrong place. Inflation actually 91%. (laughs) New San Francisco DA announces innovative plan to arrest people for breaking the law. Liberal neighbors in Game of Chicken to see who will take down their Black Lives Matter sign first. (laughs) AOC sits in an invisible police car awaiting transport to invisible jail. Retiring Dr. Fauci to be honored with 21 booster shot salute. (laughs) Collapsible carnival ride operated by toothless meth addicts, probably fine. NPR clarifies disinformation team's job will be to spread more disinformation. Believe that. AOC still handcuffed as Capitol, Capitol Police misplaced the invisible key. And finally, Biden places, I did that sticker on gas pump after price drops three cents. <laughs> and there you have headlines from the Babylon B, your trusted source for satire. Brought to you by Barino Heating and Air. It's the Morning Show 180 on WFLA. Look back at the program in 180 seconds or less, and I would do it, except it would be depressing, and so I won't do it because we've just ended on a note of laughter. (laughs) I did that. Uh, You just can't make it up. Grant will be here Monday doing the program with Ethan Burdett. So it's the post-millennial edition of the morning show without Preston Scott. Grant Allen, your DH, designated host. I will be back on Tuesday. Stephen Ponder of Seminole Boosters, Mark Meckler, Convention of States, among my guests. Lots to talk about then. In the meantime, check out the blog page over the weekend. Have a great time. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.